0: Greetings, this is Atma Boda. Today is December 14th, 2021, and the title of this podcast is Episode 16, Sin is Not What You Think It Is. This will probably be one of the most controversial podcasts, if not the most controversial podcasts that I've done thus far. But before I go into that, if you guys want to know more about these other podcasts or to join the community about Ultimate Truth, is to visit www.divinity.com for free. But let's go ahead and get started. First of all, the concept of sin is pretty much a, a biblical concept, and The reason why I say it's not what you think it is, is because once you cross that threshold of enlightenment, you begin to understand that the rules that govern you and govern nature are much more, shall we say, flexible and subjective in their interpretation and application for example, I know in the Bible you've got the Ten Commandments, and of course everyone should obey the law, and I'm never going to say on any of these podcasts that it's okay to break the law. No, you should honor the law of whatever government that you're living in, and if you break the law, then guess what? Maybe you deserve what's coming to you if if you break the law and you, you know, you deserve whatever punishment that the, the law gives to you, you know? That's just part of living in human society but having said that aside from breaking laws you know then we start getting into the gray area there's many things that are legal in many countries whether they be drugs whether they be premarital sex whether it be homosexual sex whether it be eating animals and rare animals or you know animals that you shouldn't, people, some people think you shouldn't kill, right? Or whether it be eating insects or there's just a whole vast array of do's and don'ts and different societies and different cultures and different religions and different spiritual paths. They all have their do's and don'ts. For example, to bring up the Hare Krishnas, you know, they, they advocate no premarital sex, for example, same with many other religions like Christianity and Uh, More orthodox Judaism and maybe even unorthodox Judaism. A lot of people aren't advocating for premarital sex, for example. The same thing in the Muslim culture. But in Muslim culture, you can have up to four wives. So you have different cultures that have different um, rules. And so, but what, what you find out though, is as you, let's see, how do I say this? From the perspective of when you are in always a state of bliss and love, you realize that it's not the actions that you do that can be considered mm, holy or not holy or sinful or virtuous. It's not about actions. And you might say, well, what do you mean by that? It's not about actions. Well, what I mean by that is it's more about the feeling that you have inside of you. When you do these actions, for example, if you were to feel love while you're doing an action that some might consider sinful, then that is superior than to experience desire and no love when you're doing that action. In other words, let's say the concept of Uh, sexual orgasm okay some people in fact many consider that a monk or someone who is holy should not experience any sexual orgasm whether it is with a partner or without and that you should re-channel that energy within you in fact there's no nut november that's a pretty popular thing for november and there's other traditions that involve that But what I say is that having a sexual orgasm is not a big deal. What is a big deal is desiring a sexual orgasm. It's like it's one thing if you're hungry and you eat because you're hungry. That's fine. There's no desire in that. You're just eating because you're hungry. But if you're if you are eating not only because you're hungry, but also because you have a very strong desire for food then that is considered not a holy or sacred thing that you're doing because you're not coming from a place of sacredness you're not coming from a place of completion you're not coming from a place of love from highest truth and so in so doing you've already fallen into an inferior reality because whenever you do something out of desire you're living in an inferior reality. In other words, the result of what you're doing already is the, how do I say, it's the, the. you're getting the fruit of your actions. Desire is never going to satisfy you. It's only going to create more desire. And so people say, talk about, oh, sins, and they don't believe in sin. They don't believe that, you should be restricted on what you can and cannot do just feel free. And if something feels good, just do it and enjoy yourself and be happy. And there's nothing wrong with that philosophy. But if you want to experience the best and you, and you want to have the best that you can have that the, the most pleasurable experience desire is not going to be the most pleasurable experience and anything that comes out of desire is going to be an inferior experience to something that comes from love or something that comes from higher sources of inspiration, the ultimate truth. And you may not understand that yet, and that's fine. You may not believe that yet, and that's fine. And and, and if that's the case, you do you. You go ahead, keep pursuing your desires, see where that leads you because eventually you're going to come back to the same place and you're going to say, well, you know what, Adma, you you were right. I went down that path. It didn't lead anywhere. It looked enticing. It looked like it was going to take me places, but actually it left me more empty than I felt when I started. And that is the difference between what is, that sin is not what you think it is. It's not about what you do. It's about that feeling inside. So in other words, what I'm trying to say here is that when you feel the inner feelings, you have to be very careful, very cognizant, very aware of those inner feelings. Is it? Are you coming from a place of love? Do you not know yet? Can you not feel where you're coming from? And, and for many people, you, they mm-hmm. don't know. They, they, they don't know how to do that yet. They don't know the difference between desire and love. They get confused and... That is why it's good to do more introspective and soul searching and to try to practice meditation so you can at least come from some kind of deeper perspective whereby you can differentiate and discern between these various emotions inside of you. And one thing you'll find out eventually, and what I've concluded is that the superior motivation always in all things is going to be either, well, I wouldn't say even either, it'd be like both is best, but to come from a place of love and or come from a place of higher inspiration. So that higher inspiration is in the mind region, which is your bliss. The love is in the heart region. I know some people would say, oh, I just go with my gut. It's like, yeah, you can do that too. Just You can do whatever works for you, right? Um, I know from a spiritual perspective, the gut area is like your battery. That's where you store your other energy is in the gut. And whereas the heart is the storage of, it's the emanation of love. And the mind is where you can experience these higher inspirations of truth. So that, that's the things going on here. So when people talk about the gut being their center, They're just talking about that being where they feel like they have that store of energy, their core. But when you open up your heart, then that can become a center. And even when you open up the crown chakra at the top of your head with your mind and your bliss, that also can become a center. But the idea is that when you're in a continuous experience of bliss and love, you realize that that is a more intense experience than anything else that any other experience that you can have on the outside, whether it be roller coaster at the museum or skydiving, or, I mean, these can all be great adrenaline rushes, but that's what it is, adrenaline. And you can find pleasures from drugs. So, you know, there's a vast assortment nowadays of different drugs and each have their own side effects and many of which are addictive and illegal and harmful and can totally screw your life up and turn you into somebody that you don't want to be so what we're trying to say is that sin is anything that falls short of the glory of God that's what it says in the Bible and that's a hundred percent true and that's what, has gotten misunderstood. They think that means that if you're not worshiping God all the time, you are sinning. But that is not the case because God wants you to experience these higher levels of experience, these profound ecstatic experiences of bliss and unconditional love. And when you're experiencing that, then you are experiencing the glory of god now while you're experiencing the glory of god does that mean you can't also be watching a movie or you can't also be watching TikTok videos or conversing with your friends or um, having sex with your lover or um, there's just so many different activities that you can engage with right but no it's it's not limiting it's like once you're experiencing that glory of god guess what Everything becomes your playground. You can do anything that you want. You can do all of these things. You don't have to put yourself in a cave and unplug the computer and not engage with the outside world or be aware of the latest technologies and gadgets and telephones and movies and TV shows and computer games. No, you can do all of that stuff because why is that here? Is it here just for unenlightened people? Or maybe it's also here for enlightened people too. In fact, if you are more of an embodiment of the universe and this ultimate truth, wouldn't you think that the ultimate truth also likes to experience what is happening on planet Earth? And maybe you're becoming a vehicle for other dimensions and planes that you're not aware of so everything is here for a reason and we do what we feel inspired to do and what we love to do there are no limits in in terms of that goes aside from of course to be legal to try to be respectable you know if you, if you engage in too much hedonistic hedon, <laughs> a hedonistic activity if you're going to be engaging in like sex parties and things like that, I mean, that's going to be frowned upon if somebody finds out about that, or if um, you, know, you don't want that to be associated with who you are, who your character is, or, or maybe you do, you know, maybe you are destined to be one of these people that can bring God or bring higher truth and awareness to these other areas that haven't yet seen truth and higher awareness. You know, maybe some of the most dangerous and drug-addled places of the country or of the world are the most in need of healing and of an alternative to the drug-induced experiences. Wouldn't it be great if drug addicts could experience God instead and not have to buy drugs because they found something that's even superior to heroin or methadone or whatever other um, pills that they use these days. And that is the direction that we're going in whereby it's less about sin. It's less about what actions you're doing. And more about how you're approaching the actions that you're doing. Instead of caring so much about what you're doing. Caring about your motivations. Having that moral compass to say, hey, I feel desire to do something. So maybe that means I shouldn't do it because I feel a desire. It's not that I'm feeling love. It feels like I... I don't have so much control and it makes me feel incomplete. And so if, if it's something is making you feel incomplete, like you can't be happy without something, then that could be a red flag for you right there. Because if you go ahead and satisfy that urge, it's going to trigger off some dopamine in your brain, which then in turn your brain or your mind starts to say, Hey, well, If I satisfy my desires, I get that dopamine hit. So maybe I should satisfy more desires. And so then what does your life become? Your life starts to become chasing desires and more elaborate desires. And each time you satisfy one new desire, it means that you um, want to find something else to chase after. So it becomes... Being incomplete in one scenario to being complete and then being incomplete again, whereas you're not actually arriving at a place of being complete all the time and enjoying bliss in every single moment of every day. Like, wouldn't it be great if every second of every day is like a orgasm that never ends in your mind and in your heart, a love that never ends. Isn't that the most empowering way to live? But anyway, we're coming to closer to the end. We only have a few minutes left here. So I just want to leave you with this because I'm not trying to say here, and don't misunderstand what I'm trying to say. I'm not trying to say that you shouldn't have fun with life. You should have as much fun as possible. That's what life is about. Life is about celebration. It's not about limiting your joy. It's about increasing your joy. It's not about taking temporary joys and replacing you know replacing what could be better with temporary joys. no it's about replacing temporary joys with the ultimate joy and when you have that ultimate joy and when you have that love that's not limiting, you can engage and do whatever hobbies you like you you're not restricted in terms of of whether or not it's premarital sex, nature didn't create these rules of marriage these are humans that made this you know, this is mankind humankind human traditions that have been in, and there's going to be new human traditions as humanity as a whole becomes more enlightened there's going to be new human traditions but so yeah as far as the concept of um, premarital sex for example I believe that it, the ultimate truth from what has been revealed to me, it doesn't really care too much about that. What it cares about is, do you love that person? Is it real love? Is it true love? Or is it just desire? Is it you just want to get into their pants, have a good time, and you don't really care about that person deeply. You're just attracted to that person. And that's the distinction to make. So, wow. Wow it's this This has moved very fast this podcast i can't believe out of time i could feel like i talk about this even longer but if you anybody has any questions about anything on this podcast or any other podcast that you've heard here visit www.divinity.com you can find the link there to uh the reddit uh community where you can um make posts or comments and i'll reply to you there also we have discord community also there's a youtube channel which now is up to date every day i'm posting the podcast to both podcast platforms all all across the internet as well as making it into a video for youtube so that's happening i think in the future we're probably going to have an instagram account here um coming up just haven't gotten around to that yet but this is uh, Atma Boda. And in conclusion here, sin is not what you think it is because it's less about action and more about are you feeling desire? Are you feeling you know, something that's less than love and bliss when you do an action? And that's what you should be paying attention to, not the actual action itself so much, just as long as it's legal, of course. Anyway, Atma Boda signing out, and you have a fantastic day until tomorrow.